How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 20 Chapter 6 This is Season 20 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 6. In this episode, we will be summarizing the primary pathway through which the social economy manages relationships. In past episodes we described how within the social economy there are two types of social contracts that reflect expectations. First, there are conjoined expectations, that is when two people form a common set of expectations that becomes a social contract. Second, there are divisive expectations contracts, where one person is meeting the expectations of another, while acting on the impression that their expectations will be met. Divisive expectation contracts are rather one-sided. They are actually more like a breaking of a conjoined expectation contract, because there is no meeting of the minds. Now, these two types of contracts typically coexist in a situation of preferential expectation matching. Let's say three people are involved. Person A has a conjoined expectation contract with person B. Person C used to have a conjoined contract with A, but now, has a divisive expectation contract. There will be appropriation of C by B that is, the expectations that would have been met according to A and C will now be met instead by A and B. Let me give you a real-world example. Person A and person B have just started a relationship. Person A and C have just ended one. But person C expects a reconciliation. Person A has no intention of reconciling but leads person C to believe that they will. Person C acts with reliance on that expectation. Person B appropriates the conjoined pairing of A to C. Practically, this manifests as C. Losing a part of themselves, passion, feelings of attachment and possession, relative to A. To B. Practically, this manifests as A. Gaining the passion of B. And C. Towards A. In the end, a divisive contract with C. And conjoined contract with B produces archetypal convergence between B and C, as well as appropriation, or the diminution of C's archetypal fit relative to A's expectations. Thus, it begins with union between C and B, and ends with the appropriation of C by B, according to A. While A gets the best of both worlds, the passion of B and C, combined and closer archetypal fit of B, according to A's expectations. The manner by which all this occurs is according to the projections of each of the participants. Both person C and B are forming a tonic relationship with A but only B is receiving the acts of possession, according to the attachment, pursuant to the release of tension. A is effectuating the intentions, the projections of B but not C. C is losing confidence, confidence theft, pursuant to the divisive expectation contract, while B is exchanging that confidence with A. In this example, persons A and B have a consensual, joined, resonant reality, while person C has a dissonant consensual reality. This is how identity transmits through appropriation horizontally, that is, between social actors. But it can also transmit vertically, within the vertical selves of a person, that is from one reality or plate to the next. Appropriation in this case follows physical acts of possession. That is to say, if two selves have an attachment to a feeling, the feeling will be experienced by the self with access to physically express that feeling, acts of possession or handling, and the identity will be appropriated by the one from the other.
In summary, in an almost mathematical way, the logic of the social economy manages our identity within non-consensual realities through attachment, possession and appropriation. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.